Hi, I'm Chris Hutchings and I'm your host. Welcome to the 10Q Interview Podcast. In today's episode, I talked to Ayush Chattavedi and it's a good one. I quite enjoyed it. It's nice to chat to someone who I've met via Twitter, in this case, social media, and just actually sort of really get a bit deeper than just, you know, what we see on a on a day-to-day basis via social media. If this is the first time you're here, I wish you a very, very warm welcome. I really hope you enjoyed this podcast. I think you will. It's pretty interesting. And Ayush is an interesting guy. So I'm sure you will. Let us know your favorite bits on social media at 10Q Interview everywhere you may look and listen. Don't forget to hit subscribe. I'm sure you don't need me to tell you what it does for the algorithm. And I would really, really appreciate it. Anyway, enough of me rambling. Now, on to the podcast. Ayush, thank you so much for yeah. taking the time. What time is it where, where for you? Thank you. Thank you for having me, Chris. This is 6 p.m. Uh, in India, New Delhi right now. Okay. Uh, on on, on G- Wednesday, 27th of July. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that, that puts me under pressure now. I've got to put it out quickly. Um, <laughs> let's go with the first question then. And yes. So... When you're introduced to a stranger somewhere uh, and they ask you what it is you do, what, what's it that you're most right. likely to say to them? This, the, yeah, this is a this is a tricky question because uh, I do a bunch of things. I uh, I'm a writer. I'm a creator. Uh, I'm a product manager. Uh, I'm most likely to say that I'm an entrepreneur. Like, but that's a big word for me. Uh, yeah. Maybe like a solo solopreneur or an indie hacker is what I do. But but. Yeah, around me, people here. It's very, it's very hard to describe, uh, you know, entrepreneurship or uh, or doing doing stuff on your own. Everybody is mostly like just working on their own, uh, you know, working their jobs and uh, talk of okay. it, like basically. Yeah, so probably like a solopreneur uh, or creator is is the right word, I'd say. And what's what's the usual sort of? Um, I imagine. I'm just sort of thinking back to when, you know, if I'd have told my parents, for example, I was a creator back yes. in, you know, yeah. 10, 20 years ago, like what the response would be, what, what sort of response do you get to that? Has it changed yeah, like, so, over time? So, so, uh, so it, I've been doing this for, for only a year now. Before that, I was like a proper job with a senior engineer and a senior manager kind of a role. Uh, so okay. that was easy. But now, now it's like, uh, so people get, get, you know, smile at you weird. Uh, in the in their head, you know, you can see that in their head they're thinking, oh, he's got he's got laid off during the pandemic. I, I, we can understand that, uh, yeah, you know. Yeah. That, uh, and uh, and they they smile at you and then they say, oh, cool, like good good to know. How is it going? Uh, and I say, yeah, it's going all right. Thank you, uh, thank you for asking. And and that's the like the end of the conversation. Uh, yeah, it's it's not a very good topic for a small talk. <laughs> What what was it you were doing before the pandemic? So I was uh, so I was a software engineer for 10, 10 11 years. Uh, I worked for Samsung uh, as an Android developer. Uh, you okay. know, I st- yeah, I started as as a developer, junior developer, developer, senior senior software engineer, staff engineer. You know, this the usual corporate uh, staircase that that no has no end. Uh, yeah. and you keep climbing. So so last year uh, in August, uh, I quit my job and I uh, started working for myself. Uh, what, what, and, uh, what led you to that? I mean, <clears throat> for many people listening who aren't entrepreneurs, I guess they'll they'll hear yeah, that and go, yeah. "It sounds crazy." Yeah. Got a great job, a great yes. company, great yes. career path, yes. progression, the rest of it. Yes. Why why yes. would you make yes. that decision? Uh, many many things actually. So uh, I realized towards the last two or three years of my career, I realized that uh, you know this life was wasn't for me. Uh, like the, right. the, uh, the corporate politics, the uh, the never never ending ladder like uh, the work the work hours that that get to you right and during the pandemic it went from 40 45 hours to 50 60 hours a week uh, you know and uh, and then when you become a bit senior uh, you have to like uh, manage other people uh, in your team and you have to like uh, force them to work more which is again like completely against my ethos uh, and I realized that this this whole culture, this whole system, the corporate system is is not for me. Uh, right? I was happy when I was a individual contributor, just doing my co- my own coding, uh, you know, just working on my own project. But when I started, when I was forced to like move up and start started to manage people, that became too much. Uh, 
and and we expect uh, so yeah that is just a point where i realized that uh, you know uh, i i should like strike out uh, strike out and like try stuff on my own uh, yeah. and uh, and see see where it goes so no regrets not at all not at all the, the past year has been fun uh, of course there's no uh, uh, so i don't have like uh, have, i haven't like cracked it uh, where i don't have like a sustainable stable business uh, but i have like a few different small bets that are going on uh, with different uh, you know parallel income streams uh, that yeah. are going on and i have like a, a runway of one one and a half to two years right now to, to figure things out so i'm taking okay, many good. doing many experiments and uh, and will i confident i'll get there someday something brilliant okay so that leads uh-huh. me very nicely on to the next question then yes um when you were a kid what did you want to be oh yeah that's a that's a great question <laughs> uh so when you're a kid everybody i guess at some point everybody wants to be a pilot uh, you know just uh, or an astronaut or an astronaut like flying okay. flying planes or going into space is uh probably the the younger i when i was really young i wanted to be an astronaut Uh, and then as i grew older i realized okay that that may be a bit too hard to for me to do so i'll i'll become a pilot you know pilot, pilot <laughs> and then as a, as i yeah and then i grew more, even more uh, as i grew even more i realized okay even that is a, maybe a bit too hard to do so i'll probably become a cricketer you know <laughs> uh, for a while let's cricket is a religion here in india uh, so it is always like yeah i'll become a cricketer maybe Uh, and then like and then i realized okay this is probably not a stable career for me uh, you know i should uh, i should just stick to like stick to software engineering like engineering and uh, and and learn to code and then join a join a company uh, so uh, yeah the different at different points i had like different uh, dream jobs for myself yeah did you did you ever um, like realistically explore being a pilot uh i did i did a bunch of research uh, around like uh, how do you get to do it and uh, and and how uh, you know the number of flying hours that you need to get, get under your belt and the belt and and what is the process of it yeah uh, but it uh, but uh, i it, it did by the time i matured and like came of age i realized that this is not like a real thing that that i want to do okay uh, fair enough yeah yeah Okay, and cricket, same. Ah, uh, yeah. So, so again, cricket wasn't a wasn't a viable career uh, at that point. Today, it's it's a big it's a it's a big option that many many kids explore. Uh, yeah. But uh, at the time, like if you don't have the resources, I come from a you know modest middle class humble Indian family. So if you don't have like the resources to go out and get get uh, a bunch of you know equipment and go out and practice and leave school, right? Indian parents cannot. Uh, allow like, it's very hard for them to allow you to uh, you know skip studies and not focus on education so yeah. uh, after when you 14 15 it becomes really hard when entering high school uh, you know it becomes very hard to uh, balance sports and till till high school i did play i did play for the school team as well uh, but but after that i i had to let go okay and focus on the studies yeah shame isn't it eh? growing up <laughs> <laughs> that's okay <laughs> it's uh okay it's, it's, all right yeah and uh, next question then yes. tell me something about you that not many people know okay so uh, so i've written at uh, at length about my like software engineering career uh, for 10 11 years but i don't think most people know that uh, i was actually trained uh, as a construction engineer like my four years of engineering uh, that i did uh, was was in construction engineering uh, civil engineering as it's called here in india and uh, you know buildings building you know uh, doing uh, building bridges and roads and uh, uh, and stuff like that and dams and so I, i studied that uh, but i had no interest uh, you know Uh, at the end of four years of my engineering, the moment I got a software job, uh, I you know jumped on it. Uh, I'm grateful that the company was uh, was interested in like taking uh, you know non non software people uh, and then training them, uh, okay. you know to to do to get the job done. 
so so that's where i learned so i learned most of my software encoding knowledge on on the job so how yeah. how does that happen then how do you go from um I mean, I, don't, I guess it's the same in India as it is here, right? Yes. It sounds to me like dev jobs and software jobs and engineering jobs, are just people are crying out for them and, and demand is high, yes. but supply is low. Yes, yes. How did, um, so were you, were you on like a graduate program or something or was it, was it a tr like a trainee apprenticeship kind it, of thing? It, 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 was, it was like a mix between an internship and a, and a on the job training that they did call it so like six to eight months long uh, and they taught you like they had like a proper curriculum where they taught you everything before you enter the job and they paid you during that time as well just to study and, and get good grades uh, oh. and, and if you and if you don't uh, don't get good grades in the training you get kicked out and basically lose your job so uh, so like i really had to put, put in the work there like all all like four years of engineering i had a lot of fun uh, I didn't study at all, uh, you know, bunk classes, uh, had a lot of fun with friends, with friends. Uh, but there in those six to eight months, I, I did like compensated for every, every bit of those four years. Uh, and it, it guess, paid off really well, it guess, gave me a 10 year career. I guess it shows when you're doing something you want to do or you have a real interest yes. in. Yes. How much more prepared you are to put the work in, doesn't it? Yes. For sure, for sure. If if I was like as interested in uh, in my degree and, and topic of my degree, I would have probably put in the work there as well. But yeah, yeah. hit the nail on the head there. If you're passionate about something, if you really want to do something, uh, you can put in the work, and and it won't feel uh, it won't it won't feel like work at all. Yeah, of course. So how how did you end up? Um, was construction engineering something you wanted to get into? I'm assuming you, it was because you you took the class, but it was was that, was that the plan uh, so no so it was something uh, along the lines of uh, you know what the the quality of the college that you get uh, so so like every college there's like uh, uh, there's a level of colleges there's a great college and there's a bad college and then in every college there are different subjects and topics that you can take in so so i got a decent college uh, uh, so i i had a choice between do i want to go to a poor college and do like computer science uh, and software yeah. uh, or do I go to a better college and do like a non-computer science uh, you know branch branch and degree and and take it from there and especially when you're 17 18 like you don't know what you want in life right mm -hmm. at that point it, it felt like okay sure this this looks like a decent college and I'll just get in and see figure it out over four years uh, you know uh, yeah I, I was talking yeah. to someone else on this podcast not long ago and we were saying the same thing like that when you're 16 17 having to make that decision yes is ludicrous right it's just <laughs> exactly. how do you know what you want to do or what the world is or it's just it's strange i mean i've got no idea how to fix that system or to make it better but it definitely sounds like to invest all that money and time into it yes yes i mean you're a prime exactly. example you know you've done that yeah. and then you come out of it after four years and you don't want to have anything to do yeah. with it it's just Not it's madness true. really Totally, it's it's crazy, and uh, and to think that we are, uh, the worst part is that many people don't actually uh, you know take that decision to make the jump, and they stay stuck mm. in their uh, you know in their area, uh, and they feel frustrated and get angry. Like the good part about me is that I had a good support system. My family was there. He said, you know, yeah. do whatever you feel like doing. Not everyone has that uh, has a privilege, and then they st stick you know stick around in in a field for 30, 40 years, which they never like made a conscious choice to be a part of uh you know that that's a sunk, so, a sunk that's cost so fallacy depressing. right yeah exactly exactly yeah because i have given this field four years i'm going to give it 40 more yeah <laughs> <It is>. <laughs> um <laughs> so I, the next question is about pivotal moments in your life and yeah. um yes. Yes. kind of what's been one of the big what has been the most pivotal moment in your life yes yeah, there, there have been a bunch, uh, uh, like right from uh, like meeting my girlfriend and now wife back in college. Uh, like, uh, she has been an excellent uh, you know, support, like a pillar of support ever since for the past 14, 15 years now we've been together. Uh, uh, and, uh, you know, uh, but like most, the most pivotal probably at least 
second best thing would probably be like last year when i quit my you know job and like made another career switch 11 years in i realized that okay this this corporate industry is not for me i like yeah. software engineering i like to code uh, but like this this job has you know eliminated the love of coding from me from inside yeah. me, uh, and it is forcing me to do the things i don't want to do so so that decision that being able having the courage to take that decision uh, uh that that was probably like a major pivot uh, and it's just been one year probably like 10 years down the line when i look back uh, i think that that decision will be really 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 big okay did it, yeah. did anyone try and talk you out of it or did you try and talk yourself out of it i i uh, i did not try to talk myself but what a bunch of friends tried they bunch of friends were uh, concerned that what are you going to do like you know you, you quit your job and you can't make it in business uh, and it's so hard these days uh, you know are you going to go are you going to ask for funding uh, are you going to go into freelancing like what are, uh, they because nobody has that sense uh yeah. once you are on like one track you don't even think about what's going on outside that track what other people are doing so they yeah. they did ask me like they did it and i wrote like wrote a long note explaining my decision and and my plan uh, about how i'm going to go about doing this uh and like where, where i explained that i'm going to you know be a consultant and a freelancer uh, and then i'm going to try out these small little different products and i'm like actively building an audience on twitter uh you know for uh, that becomes like an uh, like like a leverage uh, in the long term uh that can benefit me uh, in the long term i try to explain these ideas and then uh they gradually got it and and uh, uh any yeah, other been like have been really cool with it uh, and everyone told me like this takes a lot of courage we wish that we could do something like this like you doing something like this like that's yeah. that's excellent if uh, i if i remember yeah. correctly did you yes. posted online about this right was there did you have a blog post that kind of went through yes. your whole decision yes making yes. process so exactly so so that that note that i wrote i privately shared it with my friends first and then eventually when i was like the, on the day i quit my job uh, and i was free of like corporate shackles uh, yeah. i i posted it online and i shared it my the uh, the reason why why i'm doing this uh, and yeah So, so I did post a long thread, Twitter thread uh, around this, and uh, uh, and a blog post, and that and both both of those pieces have been like read by like hundreds, uh, probably thousands of people at this point. And I have received so many, uh, you know, DMs from across the yeah. world. Uh, people like because the, the the idea resonates, right? Resonates with people. Uh, uh, everybody feels that that frustration uh, when they're when they're working a corporate job. Uh, so, uh, so, so I think really people really. you know got uh, could connect to that and could connect to me uh, through, through that blog post uh, and that really uh, I remember extension. I remember reading it um yeah I feel like it was about a year ago now yeah and I remember it reading it on August I, 16th I, yeah yeah I and I I did a similar jump to you as you did nice and I had the same thing with people saying to me oh you know you got a great job why would you you know give up the money the security and the rest of it yes 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 and i i could never really kind of put it into words quite as succinctly as you did in that thread but yeah. i'll link to it yeah. in the show notes so anyone can have a sure. little read of it sure. if they want to but um for sure. uh for sure. yeah i remember it being really powerful and i think you're right i think a lot of people would love to make that decision but just yes. for one reason or another maybe it's finance maybe it's security kids mortgage yes. who knows what reason just totally. doesn't want to do it but yeah like i said i'll link to it below and then i don't know if one person reads it and you know exactly. takes action because of it that'd be amazing For right sure. oh, um okay let's talk about so pivotal that's pivotal moment yeah let's talk about lessons learned i'm sure you've got a lot yes. but what's what's yes. been one of the most valuable lessons you've learned i think uh uh i learned this uh, so yeah of course like many 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 lessons learned the hard way but uh but perhaps the most important lesson uh, i learned uh, is is the importance of a transformation right so i am a writer okay. uh, or, or or an entrepreneur uh, and uh, this this took me a while to get in my head and uh, i spoke to many experts uh, and many people who i look up to and like george specter uh, is 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 on twitter he's is a newsletter writer uh, and uh, and uh, you know excellent excellent twitter writer 
and he yeah. like he told me uh, uh, about the idea of a transformation he said that when you're uh, when you're writing uh, you need to take the reader from point a to point b uh, right and then it, when i read more about it and i realized that okay that's how like products are built as well that's what businesses are built as well every branding every messaging idea every product uh, idea is essentially taking the user from point a to point b it, it has to promise a transformation in the life of the user uh, okay. right uh, uh, and uh, and when you're writing when i'm writing a long blog post or a long twitter thread or i'm writing an ebook uh, i need to promise a transformation to the reader that when i start i, I will not know x y z when i end i will know x y z right i need to take the user from one point to the other and and when you have that idea at the back of your head uh, when you're whenever you're creating something you know it it, it becomes like a uh, a, a good uh, good measure of whether there's quality in this piece of work or not uh, you know uh, you can you can instantly say uh, that who this is this is for yeah uh, like it it also helps you narrow down the niche of your product of your or your writing and uh, and it also helps you tell uh, who, who this is for and who this is not for right and if there is no transformation uh, or there's no promise of a transformation then then it's it will be a poor product right it will be something that is for everybody and for for nobody uh, uh, right so so i love like this is one of the biggest lesson and i try to inc- include that in almost every uh, everything that i make uh, and and i know like the successful uh, products always have that uh, the ones that work for me have like a clear transformation so so yeah love that love that lesson and thanks to josh specter for for uh, for for teaching that teaching me that lesson yeah i mean that uh, yeah that's fascinating i've just yes. and it's kind of a great framework to yes keep in mind when i guess when you're doing anything right so for instance a podcast like this yes the, the plan is i want my listener to not know who you are to then yes. at the end of it to know who you are right and then it's down to me exactly. to ask you the right questions likewise when you come on the podcast you want the listeners the same so you therefore want to give yes. the right answers yes yes and it's exactly. funny i mean it's funny how these rule these rules or frameworks like have a ensure there's a transformation it sounds very simple yes. but if you if you don't think about it and you don't consciously make a decision to do that then it doesn't mean anything does it exactly exactly that's where you can fall uh, because if we if we don't consciously think about it then we don't put put it into in, include it into our work and that's what leads to like poor quality products uh, eventually that but it's that the same with co- same with your content as well right yes so if, totally. so for the so for the people who don't know you you you, you obviously a lot of the stuff you do but you also put a lot of content out on social media yes yes so yes, do you yeah. do you apply that as you're writing or once you've written or both i don't know like is it is yes. it a case of so i try to uh, include it uh, right at the beginning uh, so i recently in back in march i i uh, i launched a, a writing course uh, basically okay. how to become like a good good uh, you know writer copywriter storyteller uh, and uh, and you know and how to uh, how to become a freelance writer ghost writer how to it uh, monetize your writing that many concepts uh, but right. the essential concept was like uh, the trans the transformation that i promised was uh, a, a wannabe writer to a professional writer uh, okay. on the internet right and that's how i thought about the product Uh, that's how i made a table of contents uh, and with that table of contents i launched it on twitter uh, and people started uh, you know buying it they pre-launched it just with a table of contents uh, you know and people found people could see the transformation that was promised within the table of contents i did not actually have to write the content or make the course yeah. beforehand uh, you know and i had a bunch of pre-sales and then i started building building out the product but but it was clear right from the beginning uh that i was going for this transformation and if people find value in the transformation then they will pay money for it so so yeah, yeah. eventually uh, it has it has done all right uh, the course course doing well and uh, i think it is because i had right from the first step i had the idea of transformation in there no i i think yeah. i mean as you asked me before we came on air about how the podcast was going and 
one of the yeah. one of the things I love about this podcast is yeah. learning stuff and yes. I as you were chatting away about the whole transformation and I, I, I sort of was thinking to myself about how I could apply that into my own content production or probably yes. more importantly how I don't do it at the moment. Yes. And yeah. So yes. I think uh, we, we are both uh, like big fans of big fans of Justin Welch and if you yeah. look at his content every piece of content he writes is a transformation it is taking right from a tweet to a newsletter to his courses linkedin os content os like i've seen yeah. his courses I've, I've read all his newsletters and his all his tweets and threads and they are always like that that's where the value comes in because they're very focused uh, for a specific niche for a specific audience uh, they're taking them from one one place to the other uh, that that's why that's why it works so well Oh mate, I've got no doubt it works well, and it does. Yeah, 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 it's, yeah. It's, it was more the kind of the, as I said earlier, you you need to be aware of its existence to sort of to implement yes. it. Yes, and I'd never yes, really yes, thought exactly. about it before. Yes. And yes. but now I have thought about it. I'm now going back over things I've written in, yes. you know, last week, three weeks, months, whatever. Yeah. I'm like, oh, if I'd have included, I don't know. It's it's powerful what you've just said because it's going to give yes. me. A different way of um, approaching my content. So thank you. Yes, yes genuinely yes, appreciate. For it. sure, for sure, for sure. Okay, next question. Yeah. I have this belief that everyone has a superpower of some description. <laughs> What's yours? <laughs> yeah. So, uh, so th that's a that's a really interesting one. Uh, I would say at some level. Uh, I have this, I have this sense of, uh, you know, uh, uh, understanding uh, uh, human motivations or, uh, you know, having empathy for uh, why people act the way they act or uh, why, you know, uh, I can connect with people very quickly because of this. Uh, I can speak okay. to people from, from all over the world. Uh, and, uh, and because I understand like all humans are at, are at this at same at the base level. So it doesn't matter if you're from from Hong Kong or Nigeria or or, or the US or, or UK. Uh, I I understand their uh, motivations very easily. I can I'm able to empathize them, empathize with them uh, very yeah. quickly, and I'm able to make connections very quickly because of it. So uh, on Twitter on Twitter, like I frequently post out that any uh, post anybody who wants to get on a call with me, you know, just send me a DM and we'll set something up. Uh, and I have done like hundreds of Zoom calls with with strangers. Uh, you know, from across the world on Twitter, and I had like made instant connections with them, uh, which I think is kind of like a superpower, which, which I really, really enjoy. Uh, I mean, that uh, that that alone is a superpower, right? Because not many yeah. people want to take time out of the day to speak to random strangers. Yes, but yes. <laughs> I mean, what 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 have you what have you learned from that? What have you taken away from that? Yes. Or why did you do it yes. in the first place? Yes, so uh, it's just a way to, uh, you know, find like-minded friends online because finding people who think like you offline is, is really hard, especially as an adult, making new friends is really hard, uh, right? Uh, and, and especially when you're doing something so, uh, doing something so complex as, as entrepreneurship and you're building products and, and services and you don't know, uh, you know, uh, whether it's going to succeed or not, you need a support group kind of a thing uh, yeah. you know you, you need uh, people who can empathize with you and you can empathize with them because like they are they are struggling i am struggling we all are struggling right we are all in this together you you need that sense you need to we're humans right we're tribal beings we, we need a tribe around us uh, yeah. so uh, so that's why i started that that doing that and uh, because the twitter community is so such a safe space uh, and people are so supportive and helping uh, with each other there that especially the like the maker uh, you know hacker building building public kind of uh, kind of space yeah. that, that we are in uh, they're so supportive that they would, uh, you know take out their, take out time in their day get on a call with you talk to you about your challenges share their work and talk to, uh, about their uh, share their challenges with you and you have a good moment you learn something new from from a different culture uh, or you get a new perspective on your own problems, and, and that can you know lead to some interesting solutions as well. No, so, I agree. Yeah. I, I agree with that a lot. Actually, I, I I have a few people who I went through a phase a little last year with my business, and I was thinking that 
I needed to speak to someone who mm. I didn't want to mentor and I didn't want to coach. Yes. But yes. Like, exactly to your point, I wanted um, someone who was in the same boat as me, right? An adult, yes. someone yes. with kids, someone with, yes. you know, who's finding the time to juggle everything about building a business and the rest of it. And yes, yes. And weirdly, I found I, I found several people on the internet doing the same thing because. I don't know. It's like you said. It's it's hard making friends when you're an adult, isn't it? It's, it's yes, you end so up being so friends I. with you know people you meet through your kids or or yes. that sort of thing. And not that yes. you know people I've met through my kids is is a bad thing necessarily, but it doesn't always get you to where you where you what you're exactly yeah. looking for or to to push you forward. So that is exactly. a good superpower. And I guess if you you do have that ability to empathise with people, then yes. to your point earlier about transformation is you know what they want to do or what they want to transform yes. right so you can yes so did you find you mentioned earlier about building products and you know yeah. your plan to build many products yes does that come yes. from that em empathizing with people and understanding what yes. they want as in yes. you're almost getting that product market fit straight away because someone you spoke to has a desire for x right yes. is yes. am i am i on the right path there Totally, totally. Yeah, exactly. That's where uh, that's where this helps me a lot. Uh, where I understand uh, the like the pain points of, of people and, and what they want to do, and okay. uh, and then like whenever I'm building a product or a service, I I try to like I understand the transformation that they want to go on, and then uh, when I'm building a product or a service, I uh, you know I try to include that uh, in in the product and in the promise of the product uh, as as much as possible. Sometimes it works out. Sometimes it doesn't work out. There's there's always like uh, errors uh, in human judgment, and that, that's okay. But yeah. but yeah, it gives gives me the right direction to focus on. Uh, yeah. Fair enough. Yeah. Okay. You ready for the next question? <laughs> nice. Nice. Yes. Um, Please. What topic is guaranteed to get you on your soapbox? Okay. Uh, so this this has to be again. I'll come back to corporate employment. Uh, I'll say uh, I don't think uh, that is like the right way to structure society, or at, at least at, a, at an individual level. Uh, okay. uh, you know, we have been doing this since the industrial revolution for almost two, three hundred years now. Uh, but uh, but humans are not. Uh, you know, we are uh, we are not designed to work like this. In, in you know offices cubicles uh, 50 hours a week uh, and being forced to do something you know I don't mind working 50 hours a week if it's for my own thing uh, but 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 if it's for a job and I'm working with somebody else uh, yeah I don't think that's that's right for human fulfillment in general uh, it's bad for our health physical health mental health it's bad for our relationships uh, it can make you a lot of money but uh, what is the point? You'll be a millionaire at seventy. Like, who wants to be that, uh, right? Um, uh, so yeah, I can talk all day about this. What's What's the solution then? Because I guess fundamentally, mm. I, I I probably agree with you. Yes. But if I was sitting on the board of Samsung, for example. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Please don't sue me, Samsung. You just picked you out of the, <laughs> <laughs> the air because. I'm Please don't sue me. I, I'm an ex-employee. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I guess when when you're a business at that level, yes, yes, where, where's the middle ground? Where's the middle ground, right? From from the from the business at this end of the spectrum to us as employees at this end of the spectrum. Yes, yes, yes. Where it's... where do you think they can do better, or can they do better? I or... think that's why I don't. That's why I don't like big businesses. Uh, you know that, that's why I feel that there should that they should be broken up into smaller smaller units uh, okay. many many smaller units and smaller businesses and most of the work should happen uh, through like contracting or freelancing or consulting uh, because that's what keeps the incentives aligned as well uh, you know when you're a full-time when you're a full-time employee uh, you are incentivized to slack uh, you know, and to be lazy at work, you know, because you know that you're going to get a salary anyways every month. It doesn't matter if you, uh, you know, don't don't give in your hundred percent. But if you're a contractor, uh, you know, who is on a contract to deliver something by the by deadline, you will do everything you can to uh, to you know to keep the client happy. Uh, 
So, yeah. uh, so I I love that model and framework. Of, of course, there's a less security uh, in that model for individuals, uh, and of course, and companies do not uh, get to like literally own employees uh, in that system. Uh, you know and you, they cannot you grow. Say- I was sorry to interrupt. I was just going to say you say less you say less security, but I'm sure you saw the story about Shopify yesterday. Yes. Um, Yeah, exactly. And a few others like there'll be a thousand people who a week ago would have said they're secure in their employment and you know will have had mortgages and and the rest of it who yesterday didn't. So actually, I I feel like this sort of. vision of security I, I feel like it's a bit of a myth actually but totally totally yeah i, you, you I, I should, totally think it's should, a it's a myth yeah yeah you should chat to erica who was the very first pub person i published on this podcast but she okay. her soapbox is very similar to yours and okay <laughs> it's yeah give it a listen see what i'd be interested to know what you think for sure but um sure. yeah it's, it's a big topic isn't it and i think that yes as a, erica and i discussed i think it's the world is changing might be a little bit slowly yes. at the moment but there, there is a little bit of a revolution coming with the whole kind of way of working i think yes for sure for sure i think um, things, okay. things are going to change Maybe. yeah i just um so the, the next question is about advice and the best advice you've ever received and mm-hmm. i'm just going to interrupt quickly because there's well, for people who are listening as opposed to watching this, they can't see the sign behind you on your wall. <laughs> do yes. more do more of what makes you happy. Yes, exactly. <laughs> and I was gonna one I was wondering if that was the best piece of advice you've ever received or is that just a totally. uh, Yeah. <laughs> yeah, totally, totally on on point. I was gonna say the same thing. Uh you know, figure out what makes you first the first challenge is figuring out what makes you happy. And yeah. uh, most people don't know this, uh, don't know, don't realize it at, at 16, 17, and uh, when they're thrown into a career uh, based yeah. on what society uh, society expects of them. Uh, but uh, people should take out time to explore. Uh, you know, if if it means like taking the sabbatical from work for a year or something, do for, from their corporate jobs, like do that. Uh, or if it even means like quitting a corporate job. Uh, you know, do that. Take take a couple of years to explore, uh, to read, read a lot. Figure out what you what you enjoy. Figure out your own energy. What you can do, uh, you know, with uh, without the motivation of money. Uh, you know what you can do. Something things that you can do for their own sake. Uh, like figure that. Do the work to figure that out because that is like literally the best way to live your life, right? Uh, how, if how you want like. Yeah. How how did you figure that out? A lot of things on the side. I tried a lot of things on the side uh, over the weekends, uh, after okay. work. I, I wrote I wrote a lot. So I I had a love for reading. Uh, right from when I was when I was a kid, like 14, 15, 16 years, I, I used to read a lot of novels, a lot of non-fiction fiction books. Uh, so I thought I thought like so writing came naturally to me uh, from there. Right. Uh, uh, and I, I wanted to explore it, so I, I like I, I started like a bunch of writing projects. I started a bunch of newsletters uh, and blogs over the years, uh, you know. Uh, and, and I figured that okay, this is this is fun. Okay, this doesn't make me money right now, but uh, but but this is what I enjoy doing. This is what I want to do. I want to do more of, you know. Uh, yeah. that, that's where the sign uh, in my uh, yeah on, on my on my wall comes in. Like do more of what you uh, what you love doing. And uh, and so that's when it became like okay, I need to build. Uh, when I quit my job, I need to build businesses which are focused on writing and content. Uh, right. right. So it can be like small info products or, uh, or or like having conversation. Like that's the other part of uh, the, that game that I really enjoyed. Right. Uh, that, that connecting with people, talking to people, so uh, having conversations with people like this. So, so that that's where the other side is probably like community-based products, where uh, where I get to connect to people, uh, uh, have have a bunch of people around me, and uh, and and we all grow together and learn together. So, like those are like the two kinds of uh, products or services that that I I think I will end up uh, you know uh, always offering to people uh, because that's what I enjoy doing the most. Uh, and it took me like a few years to figure that out. 
Uh, yeah, one of one of one yeah. of my previous guests said, um, "How do you want to feel?" Was like his decision was his little mantra <laughs> every time he, he was asked the question. Yes. Like, how do you want to feel? Yes. And it's the same principle, exactly. right? He, as in, yes. do if you do whatever this task is, or yes. do is it going to make you happy? And if it's not, exactly. then don't do it. Then why are you doing it? <laughs> yeah. So it's interesting that yeah, yes. two guests in as many episodes have uh, said the same thing. Um, I mean, that, that's great advice to take away for anyone. I guess it's yes. it's sometimes easier said than done, I suppose. But for sure. I guess if you've always got it in the back of your mind, it's it's a good reminder to to have that. You know, when you are thinking about things, I suppose. Yeah, exactly. Should be should be at the back of your mind always. Okay. When uh, when you think about the future, what do you see? So, uh, so I'll just continue on the theme that we were talking about, and I and I think I see a lot of uh, change in the nature of work and the way we work uh, as a society. Uh, I think we we need to move on from the industrial age uh, and like the style of working eight hours, nine hours a day. Kind of a thing, and like as we move in and we do more of knowledge work, uh, you know, when I'm doing knowledge work, I'm like even when I'm taking a walk, it's it's work, right? My mind is working. I get an instant idea to, to, to for a, for something, and and I do it. So, so like counting hours, we, we need to move on from like from that, uh, yeah. and that essentially means that uh, when you stop counting hours put in, uh, you cannot be paid. Uh, you cannot be paid based on those hours as well. Uh, right, you cannot be paid for uh, have an annual salary or a, or a weekly salary or, or a two weeks paycheck. Like you cannot have that. You will need to have project based work. You need you need to have like deliverables, clear deliverables uh, that will uh, uh, that will uh, earn you money. So in that sense, like 50 years down the line, I see a lot of people becoming contractors and freelancers and consultants and having and companies being really really nimble and small. Uh, and outsourcing uh, as much of the work as possible to to other uh, you know other solopreneurs and, and contractors and and that kind of a thing. Uh, as a, I think that I see that uh, which is a positive future. I, I see. Uh, I think which is a good good change that that the pandemic has has brought in and, and it will uh, it will only you know blossom over the next next years. Yeah. I, I, it's, yeah, it's a, it's a really interesting topic. I, I wonder, uh, in my head, I, I, I you know, my, I'm first thinking, oh, there must be a business in here somewhere, like how you can, because <laughs> I, I wonder how businesses will make that transition, whether it's, because yes. I mean, there's there's certain businesses that do use contractors and freelancers already. Yes, yes. Oh, and yeah. I wonder if it, is it just a case of, you know, whether it's one marketing person to, you know, it'd be it'll, it'll just almost organically grow. I don't know. What do you think? Yes. No. Uh, yeah, for sure. I think that that's how we will uh, we will grow organically. That uh, your your core expertise you will uh, do in house uh, or your secret sauce. Uh, you know, uh, the, the secret sauce of your business. And everything else you would want to uh, you know you want to outsource and uh, and get somebody else to do. Uh, I think uh, uh, and somebody who who is an expert at that, uh, you yeah. know, uh, uh, and and it's in their best interest to deliver the best work, uh, right? No matter the, the the hours involved, the weeks that they they take to to deliver it, it's it's about like you do X, you get Y. Simple as that. Uh, you know, we don't have that kind of a model uh, in the future. I really hope we do. Yeah, I do as well. I just in my head, I'm thinking, oh, I wonder if some of these, some companies are kind of control freaks in yes. whether or not they're prepared to to let that um, model work. Yes. And the irony is, I guess, that it's not really any different to have an employee, is it? Because if you have an employee who is going to bend the rules and slack off, then what difference does it make whether they're employed or whether they're outsourced and yes and actually if they're outsourced then they have less security counter to what we were saying yes. earlier i guess but yes yeah I, I, it's an interesting 
it's an interesting view. I think maybe I'll set a calendar reminder for 10 years' time and we can come back on and uh, <laughs> see sure. if the world of work has <laughs> changed. For sure, for sure. I'd love to do that. <laughs> okay, I'll do that. Yeah, um, yeah. Right, last question then, because I know it's late for you there, yes. and I'm sure you, you, yeah. you've got things to get on with. Um, so I, I, if you've listened to any of the previous episodes, yes. this last question has changed a bit, and I've actually yeah. kind of pinched it from someone. So I will ask you afterwards for a question for me to ask the next guest. Sure. Um, and it's just a way of sort of keeping it a little bit fresh and, and different. But yeah. the question I have for you from the previous person is what or who inspires you? Hmm. Oh, there, there's so many people, right? Uh, but but I like uh, the, the, the who part is really difficult to answer because there's just so many people. I like the what part. Uh, okay. and, and the what the what inspires me is uh is the ability to uh, is uh you know is the goal to have the freedom which i'm born to live with right we are humans we are born to uh, you know uh, we are free animals literally uh, free animals with with a, with a squishy computer in our head uh, and uh, and we are you know uh, we do our best when we do something just for the sake of it just when we have the freedom to 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 you know spend the time we we want to uh, the way we want to and yeah. uh, that that idea that concept inspires me to do everything that i do these days uh, because that's what i i want to keep doing uh, you know continuously i've been able to do it for a year now uh, but i would like to do keep doing it for the rest of my life and uh, uh, and anytime i feel uh, i feel scared uh, that i you know might have to give up that freedom uh it, it burns a fire under my belly uh but you know under my backside uh and i and i'm pushed to like launch something new or release something new or get to go out there and seek new clients uh and uh and you know keep going so, that's the fear isn't it that you have to yes, give up that freedom yes. and go back yes yes exactly exactly uh i don't think it is unparalleled uh, the ability to not wake up with an alarm clock, you know, uh, ha design your day the way you want to design it, uh, have have afternoon naps, uh, you know, after 30 minutes, uh, uh, you know, focus on your health, right? Uh, spend as much time exercising as you want to, uh, yeah. right? Sleep properly, like sleep eight, nine hours a, hours a day without the fear of, uh, you know, that you'll miss a mean, uh, meeting in the morning somehow. Uh, you know, uh, having that freedom just to focus and spend more time with my family, of course. Uh, do, you, so, do you uh, think it's do you, yeah. do you think it's a realistic um, goal or way of life for everybody? Yeah. So, uh, so that's where the question of security comes in, right? If you have to be okay with. Uh, with a certain level of insecurity, with a certain level of, you have to be okay to live with a certain level of anxiety. Uh, you know, where uh, where you don't know uh, that uh, two years down. So, like, I'm lucky, I'm privileged that I have like a runway of uh, year, year and a half. Uh, but if somebody doesn't have that, then it, that that anxiety can get to it. Uh, yeah. You know, it can get it can get really really hard uh, sometimes. So, so it's it's. Uh, it is realistic, but like you have to plan stuff and you have to like do, a, you know, a bunch of things around your life to, to make it happen. Um, you I have to create, build systems for yourself. Yeah. I guess not everyone wants to do that though either, right? So sure, sure. There'll be there'll be people who don't want, who are quite happy to go and and go to a job at nine in the morning and come home yes, at five yes, in the morning yes. and know they're going to get their paycheck every month and actually yes. don't really want to think for themselves too much. Yes, and I guess that's fine, right? I mean, yeah, you, and that's you, fine. You need everyone in that in in, in that sure. equation, for sure. don't you? For sure. Oh, for sure. Yeah, I totally get that. Not not this is not for everybody. Uh, uh, and and it's okay. But but the point is that you should know that this is not for you. I, I really want people to uh, to reflect and think through the choices that they are making. The big problem yeah. is that we are thrown into the choices uh, early on in life, and then we just stick to them out of. Out of some cost fallacy or out of uh, out of fear, you know, out of loss aversion yeah. uh, again, right? 
so uh, it's okay that you really that you're you're doing a full-time corporate job uh, that's good if you enjoy it but you should like have that conversation with yourself uh, you know and if the result of that conversation is that yes i want to keep doing i like doing this then that's good that's very good uh, you know uh, uh, perfect but if it's not then you probably should take some action wise words Ayush. wise words and um <laughs> a very uh fitting way to end this podcast i think um thank you i think what i'll get you to share with me your question for the next guest you can just drop it for over sure. in an email or something yeah um thank you so much for for, for taking your time this evening um yes i mean it's kind of quite amazing really that you're, you're sitting on the other side of the world and <laughs> yes you know pe- people say what they want about technology but the fact that you know you're in india and i'm in the uk and yes. there's a very slight lag i guess but i mean it's just that's incredible okay. really but um listen thank you so much i do appreciate it and where where if anyone wants to come and say hi give you a follow where, where's sure. the best place to send them twitter yeah twitter twitter is probably the best place first like thank you thanks for this for having this is a fun fun conversation uh, and like people can check out my twitter uh uh, it's uh, the handle is Ayush tweets here uh, A Y U S H T W T E T S H E R E, and uh, I'll, I'll link uh, I'll link it down below. For sure, sure. Thank you, thank you. And like whoever's listening, you want to talk about anything? Like feel free to send me a DM. I love having chats over DMs with, <laughs> with a bunch of people, you know. Uh, and uh, and we'll, I'm sure we'll have a fun conversation because you listen to yeah. listening to a really cool podcast. So like I'm sure you have great taste. Uh, <laughs> thank you thank you for having me Chris uh, this, this no, you're welcome amazing. man thank you awesome um, cheers bye. cheers buddy that was thank you interview with Ayush Chattavedi um, I'm assuming you made it to the end hence listen to this little uh, outro and for that I wish you a very very sincere thank you I hope you enjoyed it feel free to share any thoughts on any of the social channels at thank you interview everywhere you may look Also feel free to check out some of our other previous episodes. We've had some great guests on since we started this about three months ago. So check them out. Let me know what you think. Anyway, that's more for me from now. Uh, Make sure you hit subscribe too. And wherever you listen to this has its own little things. Might be follow, might be subscribe. You know what to do. I don't need to tell you really. But um, make sure you do. And the next 10Q interview episode will be live uh, in your streams very, very soon. Thanks. Bye.